Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. And we hadn't done that in a while. My lineage, my generation is huge. When my grandmother died, she had 20-something grandchildren. When my great-grandmother died, there's 50-something. So there were six, seven generations of us uh, living at one time. And so I was just super excited to be in the place with my family. My aunt serves in Apostle John Delaware's ministry. His sisters do. So it's good to see all these ministries in one place. So I'm just hoping that we can do that quarterly, that the family kids get together, all the ministries can get together. We can minister to each other and just fellowship. And um, so I woke up this morning with a whole different perspective about how important that is, especially when you've been called into ministry um, and all y'all preach and all y'all teach that we should make um, that we should assemble all the ministries and churches together. So I was really, really big yesterday. I hope your weekend was good. I hope your Sunday was good. Uh, I hope you testified about it to some with someone about G- to, about Jesus Christ and that someone um, is. Um, impacted your life. I want to share with you a couple things. You know what I'm going to ask y'all to do first? Go follow me everywhere on social media. And if you're already following me, invite somebody else to get connected to the ministry and what God is doing through LMJ Ministries. And for those of y'all that's been sharing it, I appreciate y'all. Go invite someone to the page. Um, God has been letting me share things about singleness. Um, God has been letting me in our private groups deal with integrity and all kinds of things. So do me a favor. Go get connected to the ministry. I promise you that God is in this thing. He's a part of this thing. If you're not on Facebook, I'm showing all of these great little pictures. So those of you that are on Instagram, you can see it later on um, the YouTube channel. Um, Also, um, I want to read you something. I guess this is my testimony today. I want to share something with you. And my cousin sent this to me yesterday, and she doesn't probably know how much this impacted me, but it's huge. We have some great women in our family, and she sent me a text last night, and she said, thank you for, um, for she told me, thank me for coming yesterday. She said, thank you for coming, because Apostle really wanted you on program, and I didn't get to be on program. I had to deal with myself about that last night, prioritizing my family, and it says, I'm coming out of my, and she said, I'm coming out of my comfort zone, and I thank God for allowing you to write your book. I took some of your pointers and began to write my vision. I've always stood in the gap for other people's vision, but never for myself. Thank you so much. So if you do not have a copy of the launch, I need you to get a copy of the launch. The purpose of the book is to wake up your purpose. That is part of my gift to the body for me to invoke. And if you read through it real fast, I need you to slow down and go back and take it day by day and ask the Holy Spirit, how does this apply to me? How do I apply this to my life? Because I promise you there are some key nuggets in there that God gave to me that even if you're already walking in purpose, it'll help you so that when God takes you to the next level, you don't miss the next thing. And then outside of the launch came this amazing, wonderful thing that I'm showing on Facebook now that I'm going to drop on my other social media channels. It's called the launch pad. All summer 2019, I have a series of free. Can you say free? 
free courses that I'm going to be offering. Some will be online, some will be on campus. My first course is coming in, I think it's either this week or next week. It's called How to Get Your Mojo Back. So if you've kind of lost your swag, if you've kind of lost feeling yourself, I'm going to tell you how to get your mojo back so that you can be your best optimum self. You're not supposed to be hottie, but you're supposed to be to feel good about yourself. And one of the reasons you're supposed to feel good about yourself is because you know who you are in Christ. So uh, thank you for all of those talking about it's ignited a fire and it's a blessing. So I'm telling you, get connected to the launch pad. I showed the picture. We're going to drop the link for that a little bit later. We're going to send something out. There's limited space for these workshops. Most of them will be online. Some of them are on campus, but they are limited space because it's free and I'm only gonna um, dialogue with a few groups of people. So don't sit around and think you have time. I promise you, I think it's gonna book out really, really quick. I wouldn't be surprised if these classes do not sell out this week. So don't wait, completely free. It's not a gimmick. I'm not gonna come back later and ask you to purchase absolutely anything. It's a free course. God, show me how to sow my gift into the body this summer. And then we're going to rotate them out. They'll be fall. They'll be spring. They'll be winter. I just can't tell you everything. But so much good is going to come out of this book, The Launch. Just you wait and see. Let's go ahead and get our Bill Winston confession in this morning. And then I'm going to start teaching. And then I'm going to do my hey, y'all, and my shout outs. But I want to go ahead and confess our Bill Winston confession. If you do not have the Bill Winston confession, then what I want you to do is Go to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com, subscribe to the daily devotionals, because what's going to happen is there's going to be a copy. There's going to be good. There's going to be a copy of the Bill Winston confession that we confess every day. There's going to be a copy of it in the devotional. It says, I decree from this moment forward that I see myself the way God sees me. I'm highly favored of the Lord. I'm crowned with glory and honor. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm reigning as a king in life through the one man, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Now in Jesus name, my God, I declare by faith that I walk in divine favor, have preferential treatment and supernatural increase. I am restored. I have petitions granted, laws, policies, and rules changed, and battles won, which I do not have to fight. Why? All because of favor. The blessing and favor of God is on my life. In Jesus' name, every morning when I arise, some of y'all ordering, I I see y'all, I will speak, stay on the devotional. I will speak and expect divine favor to go before me. Let it surround me as a shield with goodwill and pleasures forevermore. The doors are now open for me that men have said are not possible to open. No obstacle can stop me and no hindrance can delay me in Jesus' name. I'm honored by my father as I receive genuine favor that comes directly from God. I'm special to him. I'm the object of his affection and I'm the apple of his eye. I'm blessed and highly favored of the Lord in Jesus name. Amen. Let me tell you also, these workshops are not just for women. The Holy Spirit reminded me of that. These are not classes that are just for women. The Launchpad workshops are for everyone. I even have a teen session this summer for your teen, a brainstorming session for teens, a motivational piece for my teens who are already entrepreneur. I'm going to teach them how to dump the vision and then pull pieces of the vision to, together. 
I'm also gonna do the same thing for adults. I got a brainstorming session of coming for adults this summer where I'm gonna teach them how to dump the vision and then pull the vision all together. Cause a lot of times we have the vision inside of us, but we don't know how to pull the vision all together. So do not think these are just women workshops. The launch pad is for absolutely anywhere. So my fellas who have not gotten a copy of the launch, you need to get the launch. It's not a woman's devotional. It's a devotional for absolutely everyone and paula williams norman said it best it is a privilege to be a guy a part of god's eye and apple of the apple of his eye so let me share with you let me do a little a little business this week my this week's <laughs> devotional i always have weekly sponsors one day i'm gonna have daily sponsors our devotional this week is sponsored and bought to you by the stylist zone if you don't know who deshana austin is and you're in the little rock area you need to get connected this is my beautician this is the lady that takes care of my hair there's a lot of hair in this top knot and this is the woman that takes care of it she knows how to take care of your hair um god has anointed those hands my god i prayed over those hands and so if you're not connected if you're looking for a stylist but deshana also has a very peaceable and quiet spirit. So if you're looking for someone who you just need to be in the zone, she's timely, um, she's excellent. She just knows how to take care of your hair. So if you're looking for someone, you need to connect. I ain't trying to tell you to mistreat your stylist, but I'm just saying to you, this is your girl. Um, you need to get in, you need to get connected. You need to snag one of her appointments faithfully. You'll see her again a little bit this week, but she is our sponsor for the week. All right, y'all. Let me do a few little, well, you know, let's take care of a little business. Do me a favor. Go share the video right now. Go put the, the video in somebody else's hands. Go drop it uh, everywhere. I need you to drop it everywhere. Go put it in someone else's hands. We are signing off for Deshana. She is, she is absolutely precious, precious in God's sight. I love her spirit. She's just a good person to be around and I always want somebody on my head. First of all, that's anointed to grow and to handle this hair, but that can minister to me spiritually as well, because that is important. So, that, that's important. So do me a favor, drop the video, share, put it on somebody's timeline, disrupt somebody's process, tell them we, uh, we need you to get on over here and watch and have coffee and conversations. I got my coffee this morning. Let me take a sip. One of my friends gave me this container. This is the best container. Soon this summer, y'all going to see a whole, I cannot wait. I just cannot wait till all God is doing it for me. So, uh, hey y'all, hey, I want to do a few shout outs, a few shout outs. I see S. Walker on Instagram. I see Tammy Birds. What's up? I see my aunt Cheryl Mack is in the house. Man, if I could tell y'all all the stories about how dope my aunts are. My aunt Donna went and transitioned to be with the Lord last year. But a lot of the women you're seeing today is because of the aunts, the women that are in my life that, that had pushed me and that said to me without a doubt, go get get go further we see your purpose we see who you are and they just poured into me over the lifetime my aunt cheryl used to buy me fake nails because when i was little i loved my nails done so it was really really is a really my eyes are a really really big deal what's up melissa what's up olive what's up vanessa bucker buckner Hey, Vanessa, I want to shout you out this morning. Thank you, woman of God, for being faithful. Thank you for coming in and being encouraging. Thank you for always sharing the video. It's really, really a big deal. Shout out to LMJ Ministry Teams. What's up, LaShanta? What's up, Paula Williams Norman? Hey, Paula Cheney from Cincinnati, Ohio. What's up, Andrea Monique Sins? You tell Nevaeh I got a birthday gift for her. Um, 
Big shout outs. And if you have a birthday, just share it with us later. I might not say anything, but I definitely tell you everybody connected um, is going to say happy birthday to you. Hey, we're in this series, the Grave Robber series. And I when God titled this this series, I was just sitting there going, what are you? Why are you? Why are you titling this the Grave Robber series? And he said, because I'm coming back. And why? I'm coming back for everything that belongs to me. I'm not, I'm, I'm taking this back. I'm changing the situations. I'm getting ready to switch this game up because the enemy has been lying to you guys for way too long. And so I'm coming back for everything precious to me. I'm, I, and so it's going to feel like a robbery occurred. I'm going to pull you from the point of death. I'm going to pull you from the point where you thought it was over. I'm going to show you what faith looks like when you live it real big. I'm going to show you what it looks like when Jesus comes in and takes a situation over. And I'm like, my God, I thank you for this. I thank you for speaking to my dry places. I thank you for doing this and changing the game for me because there have been even some spaces in my life uh, in which the enemy has lied to me for way too long. And I just kind of allowed him to set place. So today we're going to start talking about the woman with the issue of blood. My God, today we're going to stop, start, start talking about the woman with the issue of blood. But I want to give you, I want to give you, hey, we, hey, Elijah, I think it's Elijah. Hey, good morning. Uh, uh, I want to, I want to give you a springboard scripture for you to meditate on today. And it's Zechariah four and six. And it says, so he said unto me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might, nor by power, but my spirit, says the Lord. I want you to let Zechariah 4 and 6 set in your spirit today. Write that in your notes. Put that on a sticky note. Put that in your phone. Put it on a thing. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. Because what we're going to see is the woman with the issue of blood, she's kind of operating in her own strength and her own power. And she was giving it absolutely all she got. And I'm pretty sure she thought that her way of doing it was the absolutely best way of doing it. But Jesus had an alternate plan and he wanted her to experience, my God, he wanted her to experience what only he could do. And I know without a doubt that God is doing the exact same thing with us. He's only interested and us experiencing this and doing this his way and no other way. And so we're going to see God in this thing this week. We're going to experience God in this thing this week. And we're going to see, and I'm hoping the chains get broken off your life and you get free. So let's pray. So this is our new series. We're picking, we're not picking apart. We're going to unpack the woman with the issue of blood this week. I don't know how long the Lord is going to take it, but we're going to unpack it slowly so that we can grow in faith and we can walk in the fullness of who God called us to be. Remember, if you're just logging in, we're on the Grave Robber series. Our springboard scripture is Zechariah 4 and 6, and we're meditating on the woman with the issue of blood. She didn't even have a name. She didn't even have a name, 
but she had an issue. And I think we could all identify with the issue. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for your word today. We thank you, Father God, for your presence. We thank you for your peace. We thank you for your glory. We thank you for a fresh anointing. We thank you for keeping us safe all weekend long. We thank you for providing for us all weekend long. We thank you for the gas that was in our car. We thank you for giving us and allowing us to be at church and being able to be a part of the assembly of God. We thank you for your word. We thank you, Father, for infusing us with your faith. We thank you for teaching us, Lord God, your ways. We thank you, Father God, for dealing with the secret issues in our heart, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, that we are walking as people in, in of integrity, Lord God, that we walk in your ways, that we learn your word line upon line, precept upon precept. Father God, I thank you for a fresh anointing, one that destroys the yokes of bondage of sickness and disease. And I cancel the assignment of doubt, my God, of fear, of worry, and of discord off your people right now in Jesus' name. Lord God, I thank you, Father God, and I speak to you, Satan, and say, loose the captive and set them free. I thank you all our prodigal sons and daughters are returning home today, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, they are coming back so that they can advance kingdom. I thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost evident in our life in miracles, signs, wonders, and marvels, Lord God, for those who do not believe. Show us your glory, my God. Let us manifest your glory, Lord God. And Jesus Christ, give us your holiness. I establish today no weapon formed against us shall prosper. I cancel every assignment of the enemy that has us doubtful. And I thank you, Lord God, today you are charging our faith. Give us revelation knowledge in your word about the woman with the issue of blood. Give us a revelation knowledge, Lord God. Let us learn line upon line and precept upon precept. Now, Father God, I thank you that the words of my and that we not quench the Holy Spirit when he deals with us about our own issues, that we not be haughty or prideful. I thank you, Lord God, now that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in our sight. I thank you, Father God, you are establishing order, my God. You are establishing order in our life. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, Arius, a phone. <laughs> you know I got mad love for you. Uh, and you are establishing order in our life in Jesus name. Amen. So I need to do a couple things. I need to start reading this. I'm going to read her story and then we're going to unpack this slowly. So we might not get into a lot today, but it's coming. It's coming. I like the way God builds momentum. It's coming. So let's today um, let's unpack the story and let's look at her. And as God, Jesus responds to faith, I'm going to read out of Mark. She's recorded in Mark and Luke and in Matthew. But for me, Mark has the most significant way of telling this story. There's some components in Mark that you're going to see is that are necessary for you to highlight, to look at from your own perspective. And I, I want you to make sure that you, these are some questions. Remember I told you last week, there was some questions you need to ask. You need to always ask, what's the main point of this? What is God trying to reveal to me in this? And then you need to ask, is this true of my own experience? Am I acting, my God, I thank you for this Holy Ghost. Am I acting like this woman? Have I acted in this context? 
Where do I see my life in this? And then also ask yourself, what problems do I have with this? Because sometimes we won't accept scripture to be truth in our own life. The Lord is unpacking this thing in this morning. And the reason that we won't accept scripture to be truth in, in our own life is because we don't have the faith for it and we don't have the revelation knowledge of it. Can I tell you something? You should never back away from the word. And the reason I'm saying you should never back away from the word is because even if you don't feel it, even if you don't look like it's moving, even if you don't look like you're growing in it, it'll come eventually. Your heart, that thought, that concept, that scripture, that revelation is one day going to get in your heart. It's going to capture your life and it's going to change absolutely everything about you. But it takes time because the weeds have to get rooted and the other things have to get plucked up. So be patient and be gentle. The other thing is, what new light do I find in this? What light, right, is being beamed on this? That's why I tell you, take your time in the scripture. Read just a little bit. Don't rush up from the table. Get up, apply. And then what are the implications? How do I apply this in my life? How do I take this scripture and apply it to my life? A lot of times we get scripture and think we need to show, we got to show somebody else how to live. No. Make sure you applying it to your life first. <laughs> Make sure you applying it to your life before I teach you. When I started copying conversations, it's because I'm walking, y'all walking through the word with me. Make sure you apply. It ain't for you to jump off every devotional and go. And once you jump off every devotional, I'm going to go tell somebody else this is how they should live. No, make sure you're applying this to your life. Then you ask yourself afterwards, how do I teach or share this? How do I share this? But you need to be applying and letting it work in your life first. Let it work in your life. So those are, and I'll go through those steps and I'll share it. I actually got that from a very good friend of mine who it's called the Friendly Bible Study. So I don't want to take credit for that. Let me put that out of where I got that from. But taking taking that in and and that's how we learn to use and apply the word of God. And usually nobody taught us that. People just were like, put on the whole armor of God. And you like, how do I put on the whole armor of God? Nobody has ever taught me. And the steps that I just gave you are how you put on the whole armor of God. So guess what? I'll send that out today in uh, the devotional so that you can get that, how you can get that. All right, so let's read a little bit about the woman with the issue of blood. And what was taking place. The one of the things that I love, you need to know that when she received her healing, he wasn't uh, he wasn't even really her. She wasn't her focus. And so he was um, he had just deal with the demon possessed boy. Um, he had just delivered him. Nobody could deliver him. He went off to visit the 10 towns. And this man is spreading the gospel and telling everybody Jesus did. Jesus gets out the boat again and he's going on to the other side of the lake where there's a large crowd already gathered in shore. So if there's a large crowd already gathered at the shore, they already know that Jesus was on the way. So they already knew he was on the way. So they were prepared for him and they were looking for him. So you got to note that they already were looking for him because they, they had begun to experience his miracles. And because they had begun to experience his miracles, they were starting to look for him. So um, there, then as soon as he gets to the shore, 
there's a leader of the local synagogue whose name is Jairus arrived and he saw Jesus. He fell at his feet and I'm in Mark 5, 20 and I'm starting at the 22 verse. He said, pleading fervently with him. He said, my little daughter is dying. He said, please come and lay your hands on her. Heal her so she can live. Jesus went with him and all the people followed, crowding him. A woman in the crowd has suffered from tw for 12 years. My God, that's a long time to deal with an issue. That's a long time to deal with an issue. And I'm going to ask you this morning, how long have you been unnecessarily suffering? My God, I'm just being for real. How long have you been unnecessarily suffering? Not just your suffering, but unnecessarily suffering. Because we're going to see something with her. It says she suffered a great deal from many doctors. And over the years, she had spent everything she had to pay them, but she had gotten no better. In fact, she had gotten worse. So I want to go back to the scripture I gave you just a few minutes ago, right? I need to go back to the scripture, not by might. He said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. I need you to know in making the case for Christ that the miracle is not occurring at your hands. The miracle is not occurring because of what you paid the doctors. The miracle is not occurring because of what you spent. The miracle is not occurring in, in someone else's hands. This miracle that is going to occur for you. So stop looking from, for it. Come on, Holy Ghost, from someone else. Stop looking from for it from someone else because what God needs to do and what God is gonna do for you is not gonna come at the hands. He don't want nobody else to get credit for this. He don't want nobody else to get credit for this. He doesn't want anybody else to say that he, they were the one that does this. What's going to happen for you the next? So can I tell you something? You will limit, you will limit your perspective, or you will limit what God needs to do for you by putting what has to happen for you in the hands of someone else. My God, in the hands of someone else. And it says here, I, I, I'm, I'm almost out of time. I'm not going to be able to tell you much more. That's That right there with this is, is within enough. He said, a woman in the crowd has suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding. She has suffered a great deal from many doctors. And over the years, she has spent everything she had to pay him, pay them, but had not gotten any better. So what's the main point? <laughs> what's the main point of that? Just that verse we read right there. She trusted man more than she trusted God. She she trusted man. She trusted in other things. She trusted in a different system. She trusted in practicing medicine. She trusted in her own credit scores. She trusted in her best friend. She trusted in everybody else. It does not look so if Jesus wasn't the first thing, right? And and he, I, we know he wasn't on the scene yet, but it doesn't even look like she was allowing God to handle this situation. So the main point of this particular verse is her trust was elsewhere. <laughs> her trust is else. Her trust was elsewhere. Her trust. I, it doesn't even look like she had prayed and talked to God because she had expended all her resources everywhere else, and her trust was not in God. Jesus, 12 years, if she had the two issues 12 years, Jesus wasn't even there yet. But the God we serve was on the scene and he was the same healing God. And so she had put her resolve in man instead of putting her resolve in God. So ask yourself, where in my own life my God, am I putting my resolve in man and not putting my resolve in you? What problems do I have living and trusting God? 
What problems do I have living and trusting God? And where do I need to shift my perspective and shift my life so that I don't trust man? I'm not looking for man or things or degrees and all of this stuff to take care of me, that I'm looking to God as my source. How can I apply this in my life so that I experience the fullness of God? And then later on, how can I share? I know that's what I'm saying. Somebody's like, my God, look at this. Those have got to be the questions that we ask ourselves. How have I been more trusting in myself and man and expectations with other people and not trusting in God and going to get your repentance on? Y'all know how I feel. Going to repent for trusting and remind yourself that the scripture says today, Zechariah 4 and 6, not by might nor by my power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. The Lord God, I trust my spirit. I'm the one that's going to do this for you, not anybody else. I'm the one that's going to position you. I'm the one that's going to put you in place. I'm your bailout. Man is not your bailout. And I just need you to trust me. So ask yourself those, these questions. Guess what? We're out of time and we'll see you back here. We are out of time. My God, we are out of time. Somebody's going to say, we need a whole hour. We need a whole hour. I We are out of time. But I want you to take this Zechariah 4 and 6. I want you to take just this little bit of scripture, uh, Mark, Mark 5 and 25, and just meditate on this. Today, how have I been trusting? Ask yourself the questions and get connected. Remember, LakeishaMJohnson.com. Remember, I thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.